We often hear people wishing us a long, happy, and healthy life. But what if the length isn't what matters most? What if instead, it's the breath, depth, and purpose of each day that matters most? Welcome to the Live the Width of Your Life podcast. My name is Annette Ardellian Kuzma, and join me weekly as I interview guests who make changes in their own lives to live more fully with intention, gratitude, and joy. Be prepared to be inspired by their stories of how they shifted their mindset, took courageous action, and designed the life that they always wanted to live. Thank you for joining me today for my very first Live the Width of Your Life podcast. My name is Annette Ardellian Kuzma, and I am so grateful that you are here with me. I wanted to come on solo for this very first episode to share a little bit more about me and why I started this podcast. And for those that know me, know that I am obsessed with podcasts, books, and other people's stories, really anything tied to like growth and development. And the title of this podcast came from a Diane Ackerman quote. And if you've never heard it before, I wanted to share it with you. She said, I don't want to get to the end of my life and find that I lived just the length of it. I want to have lived the width of it as well. And once I read that quote, I just couldn't stop thinking about it. Um, what did it mean to live the width of your life and not just the length? And then I started asking myself, was I living the width of my life or was I kind of just sitting around in my comfort zones? So we're going to explore together each week what it means for each guest that I bring on and how they're living the width of their life. Now, I am naturally curious, inspired, and motivated when I see people living boldly and passionately and with purpose. I want to know what they're up to, how they got there. I want to know their story. And especially when I hear or see stories of people who made big changes in their lives to design the life that they wanted to live probably because I didn't live that way in my own life for many years. So I think it's important to go back and explain a little bit more about me in case we've never met. So I immigrated to the States as a young child with my parents right before kindergarten. And one of the most defining moments of my life was the day my mom and my grandmother dropped me off at kindergarten. Now, I didn't speak a word of English because we came just a few months earlier. And that day, my teacher looked at my name on the paper that my that was given to her. And she said two words that I'd never heard before, and I actually didn't know what she meant. So she said, Anita Ardellian. And I probably looked at her confused, and she pointed at me. And then I realized that she was calling me that. Now, my given name is Aneta Ardellian. And that day, I would start being called Anita at school, and Anetha at home and in my community. And in that moment, I would begin my quest to really figure out how best to assimilate, how to blend in. I just wanted to be like everyone else. I wanted to wear the right clothes. I wanted to have an American name. I wanted to speak without an accent. I didn't want to be different. I definitely didn't want to be weird or stand out. So for most of my life, I became a rule follower and someone who worked really hard to assimilate, to fit in, to study the rules, to figure out what it would take to be successfully, um, to be successful. And for a long time, this worked out until it really didn't any longer. And let me know if this story sounds familiar to you. So I did what I was supposed to do. I studied hard. I went to a good school. I got a job at a great company. I married the most amazing man. I had two smart, talented, beautiful daughters. 
continued my education. I worked hard. I worked to be promoted. I did all the things that I thought I was supposed to do. I was a good wife and mother and friend and daughter. And while I was so grateful for all my blessings, I also found myself exhausted, burned out, flat. And I remember thinking, is this it? Like I was in my 40s. Like now what do I do? I became the worst version of myself. I definitely didn't like who I was. And I wasn't sure what I was going to do with the span of time between now and when it was time to retire. My kids were heading off to college. They most definitely didn't need me like they did when they were younger. And I felt like I'd lost my identity along the way and had run out of dreams and goals. Or maybe I just put them aside because I told myself that I didn't have the energy or the time to do them. But to be honest, I was scared to even try. I didn't know how to. And the idea of doing more of the same for the next 15 to 20 years was not going to work. So I reached out to my friend. She's an executive coach. And she and I have talked over the years. And she'd always said to me when I was ready to reach out to her. So I reached out and I told her that it was time to figure out what I wanted to do when I grew up. Now, I started coaching with her and for six months, and we created a vision board and a vision statement. And the exercise in themselves was amazing. It was also very scary. Um, the images and the words that made their, self, made their way creatively onto my vision board were just beautiful. And then I had to write the vision statement, which was so much harder to be able to articulate exactly what I wanted. And when I was done, the life that I was living and the life that I wanted to live, um, they were just worlds apart. And while I loved the exercise and it challenged me so deeply, I was terrified because I had no idea how I was going to make these things happen in my life. And with my coach's encouragement, I slowly started to take little tiny baby steps towards the life that I wanted. So we created some six to 12 month goals, 18 month goals, and three to five year goals. And as I started to take action, I gained more confidence, um, more energy, and more joy. And the opportunities just started to present themselves even before I was ready. Um, they presented themselves as opportunities. So from the time I started my journey and the moment that I finally decided to leave my corporate career, it was about two years. Now, I spent 25 years in the corporate world, 22 years in my last organization. And then two days after my last day at work, I started my coaching and consulting business. And that's been three and a half years now, almost four years. And I can honestly say that I finally understand the Diane Ackerman quote, because I do believe that I'm living the width of my life. Um, I am a certified life coach, health and wellness coach, executive coach, a wellness consultant, and a yoga and meditation teacher now. I get to work with the most amazing people. I love my clients and I wake up every morning excited to start my day and go to bed with a heart full of gratitude. I am kinder and nicer and a better wife and mom and friend and daughter um, and sister than I've ever been before. And I've learned a few lessons during my own journey that I thought I wanted to, I would share with you today. I think it might be helpful. So number one, it is never too late to be the person you might have been. It's a George Eliot quote. You guys will come to realize I love quotes. Um, it's never too late. If you have breath in your lungs, you woke up today, you've got a sound mind and an able body, 
you can do something different that will make your life better. Number two, get clear on what you want. I think part of the challenge for me for so many years, and I see with my own clients, is that we're not clear on what we want. And that's usually because we're running so hard, we're accomplishing, we're achieving, we're doing so much. If you spend a little bit more time just being and sitting and quieting yourself, um, you can get more clear on what you want. Number three, deciding to leap is the hardest part. I spent years talking about what I wanted to do and journaling about it and just lamenting on why I couldn't. And it was so amazing that when I finally decided to make the change, everything else was easier after the fact. We know how to get things done. We know how to do things. We've been doing it our entire life. Sometimes it's just deciding in our heart and then taking the action to do it. The first action um, and then everything after that just kind of figures itself out. Number four, you have to face your fears and change your mindset to get unstuck. Um, our thoughts, I see this with clients and I know with my myself, with my own journey, um, fears will keep us stuck. The things that we believe, um, the 50 to 80,000 thoughts a day, many of them which are negative that we just um, continue to replay in our mind over and over again, keeps us stuck. And by focusing in on changing our mindset, we're able to slowly start to see a little bit more clearly. And this is where things like meditation and yoga and mindfulness is so critical and has been such a huge part of my own journey. Number five, routines and self-care creates freedom, not the other way around. Um, I'm obsessed with my routines. I created a morning routine. I created routines throughout the day and evening. I try to balance between doing things that are really important for me mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. For me, it means wake up very, waking up very early and writing, doing my morning pages, meditating, um, doing yoga, and writing. Those things are really important for me, sitting alone with my own thoughts, spending some time in gratitude. And then throughout the day, it's making time for mindful moments throughout the day, giving myself time to take little breaks, to refresh, to go for a walk, to take a nap if I need to. Um, all of these things are really important. And then finally in the evening, sleep is so important. And many of us are not getting enough sleep. We need seven to nine hours to function um, optimally. So if that's not something that is in your practice uh, today or your routine, it's really important to, to work on that. Number six, aligning your life values to your daily choices creates balance, clarity, and peace. I realized for myself that the reason I felt so out of balance was because the things that I said were most important to me were not reflected in my daily choices. So if you say that family is important, but you spend most of your time at work or traveling and you don't get to see your family, you will feel out of balance. If you say that your health is important, but you're not making time to move your body or drink water or sleep or take a break when you need to, you will feel out of balance. And so one of the first steps that was so critical for me is to list out what my life values are and then making sure that I review those often and say, gosh, if I feel a little stressed or out of balance, what's going on here? And I go back and when I reflect on those life values, I can absolutely see 
where I may have slipped up. Number seven, learn to listen to and trust your inner voice and redefine success. So we, in my own life, and I think others as well, we sort of figure out that this is what society's definition of success is. And we start working towards those things. Sometimes we're climbing that mountain, we're running really hard. And it's not until we actually pause and ask ourselves if these things that we're doing actually brings us joy or makes us happy or brings us any sense of fulfillment. And if the answer is no, then redefine what success looks like for you. What does it mean to have healthy relationships? What does it mean to be optimally healthy? What does it mean to have a career and a life that feels purposeful? How do you create more peace in your life? All of these kinds of questions to help you define what success looks like for you going forward. Number eight, dream big. Remember, you are the hero of your own story. I love Donald Miller. He's an amazing author. He has a lot of business books. But before that, he wrote um, sort of autobiographical books. And he wrote one that really stood out to me. And it was a million miles in a thousand years. And he talked about how he was on this quest to live a better lived life for himself. And um, I think that that was probably the start of my own journey and questioning what it means to be the protagonist of my own story. So definitely check out that book or anything that Donald Miller has done. He does a lot of this too, and he talks in his business books, but really it's, who do you want to be? Who are you? What does your life look like that you want to live? And um, don't edit or audit or, or censor yourself. Just um, don't negotiate with your dreams. Dream super big um, know what those are first. And then, um, and then don't worry about the how as much as what about the what number nine, turn what you have into enough spending time in gratitude and having a regular gratitude practice is something that is so important to me. When we focus in on gratitude, there's so many benefits to us mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, we just elevate to a higher level of energy. We are much better to be around. We feel better. And when you see when you see yourself swimming in gratitude and abundance, you just see more and more opportunity all around you. And um, things just start to happen. It's kind of magical. And then number 10, growth is a lifelong journey. Celebrate your successes along the way. Not every day is going to be amazing, but it can be. And um, we're constantly growing. There is no end. There's no evolved state. Um, maybe enlightenment, if we get there, that's fantastic. But it's amazing to think that every day is an opportunity to continue to grow into the person that you want to be, to be surprised and delighted with miracles and opportunities and, and serendipity. And um, so those are the top 10 things that I've learned along the way. I cannot wait to interview all of my guests, starting with um, our first guest next week, and learn more about what they're doing and how they're living the width of their life. If you like today's podcast, please like it, subscribe, write a review, share it with others. 
And also tune in every Tuesday as I have real conversations with my guests on how they're living the width of their lives. Have the most amazing day.